Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. It's so good to be with you today as we continue in God's Word, as we have an opportunity to grow together. Think about that. To grow together in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. What a joy. As we've been talking the last few days, we see how our verse here in 147 of Psalm 119, how it's tied together to verse 145, 146. As we saw how these three verses, the psalmist has been crying unto the Lord. In 145, he was crying with his whole heart that God would hear him. But then he made that determination to keep God's statue. In 146, we saw as he cried out, he said, Lord, please save me. And then he made that, again, that declaration, I shall keep thy testimony. Now here in verse 147, we read, I prevented the dawning of the morning, and I cried, and I hoped in thy word. Isn't that so beautiful about the psalm? Psalm here, how he really did make that determination within his heart as he cried upon the Lord in order to keep God's word. You know, as he says, I prevented the dawning of the morning. Otherwise, I I stopped it. I I kept it coming. You know, as I was looking for the Lord in the morning. But a lot of times, you ever felt when you woke up during the night? Maybe in the morning, still tossing and turning about the the problems of today and what was going to hit us and what we were going to go through. And it's almost like we, too, have stopped the dawning of the morning or else I prevented it from happening within my life. But yet God has us and desires for us in order that we might hear God and take the things that are troubling in us before the Lord. In Isaiah 26, verse 9, we read, With my soul have I desired thee in the night. Yea, with my spirit within me will I seek thee early. For when thy judgments are on the earth and the inhabitants of the world of the world will learn righteousness. And so the beauty is from early in the morning to late at night that we should seek the Lord, that we should bring our concerns to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. What do we have for an example but Jesus himself? When he was troubled, as even as our psalmist was, you know, really trying to they even start the morning from starting. Really, that's a reference. Not want his day to get going. You ever been there where you don't even want to go to work? You, there seems like to be so much trouble. Or you don't want the day to get going. He's trying to stop the, the wheels from moving forward. Boy, it seems like um, Monday turns into Friday overnight now. And before we know it, the uh, weeks go into months and months go into years. And things are moving so fast. We try to put you know, the brakes to it. But yet he said, even as Jesus said, what he did in Mark chapter 1, verse 35, he says, in the morning, it speaks about Jesus rising up a great while before the, before the day. He went out and departed and found a solitary place and there prayed. You know, if Jesus saw the importance of starting his day in prayer, I think it'd be good for his disciples those who profess to be Christians or, or following in his footsteps, 
that we would learn to, to spend that time communing with the Lord. And a lot of times is to, to get refreshed. Because like the, the psalmist, sometimes the day that's set before us, the way we see it is very troubling. It could be overwhelming. The task at hand could be just you know, beyond what we could think that we could get done and accomplish in one day. But when I start the day in prayer, as I spend that time, it's almost like he's refreshing or refilling my tanks for the day. And then I go forth and put my hand to do the task at hand. And as I look back at the day and when night comes, I can look and say, oh, my goodness, look at how the Lord helped me. Look at how the Lord provided for me. Look at for the, the strength that I have because I spent that time in the morning in prayer. But not only during the morning, but throughout the day. You know, call upon the Lord at break time, at noon time, or in the afternoon, or whenever you, you, you get an opportunity. Thinking things to the Lord is so precious, so important. I find so often, as I thoughts come in my brain, and, and I start thinking about friends or family members, there's people in my mind right now, rather than uh, just thinking about it, how... Wouldn't it be good if we just commit them in the hands of the Lord that we take time to pray for our friends, pray for our loved ones? I think it's so wise that we do. But then also we see what he did here, that he said he hoped. He says, I hoped in thy word. Boy, that's a good place to be in. What, what do you put your hope in? I guess it would be another question. What are you trusting in? What are you looking for? to be your answers, to be your help. I think of those who put their hope in their retirement. You know, I had friends that I knew who went through the Enron disaster. Those who had lost their savings. And I hope you're not one of them that's, that's gone through a devastating time of loss of a lot of financials that you have. That certainly could be overwhelming. But I know that even if you have done that, that God is still your provider. But also I know that those who put their hope in, hopefully, I hope not, in our political system. I tell you, that's very, very much on shaky ground right now. But we see the psalmist that once again is putting his hope upon God's word. You know, because God's word is sure. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 6, verse 18, we read, that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us, which hope we have as an anchor to our soul, but sure and steadfast and enter into the, that within the veil. We have a hope that, that, that truly is that anchor it's that steadying force. The picture of that is when you might be out at sea. The winds, the storms might come in. Your boat might be tossed. But you have a sure anchor that's going to keep its footing. Because when the storm will pass, you won't be a boat that has lost its footing and ends up being dashed into the cliffs along the seashore. But when the storms pass, you'll still be they're anchored in that water. See, God's word is sure. It's something that we can turn to, we can trust into. And so with our psalmist, 
He cried. He cried out to the Lord, and that's a good thing. No matter what you, you're going through, make you cry unto the Lord. It might be just a cry, Lord, I don't really have much to say today, but I just want to tell you that I love you, and I thank you for all that you've given to me and all your provision. Lord, I just pray that you might bless my day. Or else maybe your cry is that of desperation. And if that's the case, Lord, would you please bless my friends this day who are going through a hard time, a troubling time, and may you strengthen them. And so until next time, this is Pastor Terry. May God richly bless you. Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at Terry Reynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Again, that's Terry Reynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Or you can write us at Agape Chapel, P.O. Box 4023, Huntington Beach, California 92647. May God richly bless you.